Welcome to Vinyasa Yoga with Nathan Johnson. Please practice barefoot on a non-skid yoga mat, and remember to take child's pose whenever you need a break. To find out more about Nathan, or to make a donation towards this and future podcasts, visit his website at nathanyoga.com. Enjoy your practice. Two blocks, a strap, and a blanket. So bring the blocks um, to the front of your mat as well as your strap. Just have it there at the front of your mat. And then you can put your blanket off to the side. And we're going to start actually with the block um, coming to your knees. Um, I want you to place the block in between your ankles here. So you're sitting your butt on the block. You're sort of elevating your hips. And just really look at this for a minute. Like, I'm not on a mat, so I can already tell there's some strain here. It doesn't feel 100% comfortable. If it doesn't, elevate your hips just a little bit more, maybe lifting the block up a level or putting two blocks underneath there. So the idea is maybe you get a little bit of a stretch in the top of your feet, but it's not overwhelming. Does anyone feel overwhelmed no matter what they do, how they adjust in this pose on the tops of their feet? Everyone feels okay? Good. Perfect. So yeah, go ahead, just kind of ground your sits bones onto your block. And, um, I can't quite get it. And then go ahead and um, bring the tops of your hands onto your thighs. Your palms are facing up. And close your eyes. And just imagine that the crown of your head is floating up towards the ceiling, that with that float, you're finding a little bit more space in between your vertebra. Sort of of like the idea is that one vertebra is sort of floating on top of the other. So just imagine that, that as the crown of your head floats up, you imagine that you're creating that space in your spine. So the idea with a quote-unquote good posture is sort of Alexander technique is that you're not straining to find that upright position. You're not pulling yourself in the upright position. It's more of a float and you're imagining that the structure, the bone structure is what is really supporting you. So there's ease in a position in sort of a upright posture. And with that in mind, I want you to sort of now bring your attention to muscles, areas of your body that you can let go of that you don't need right now. So definitely the muscles in your face allow those to soften. I find that I'm always unconsciously clenching something in my face, usually my jaw. So see if you could soften your eyebrows, your ears, your forehead. Allow your jaw to soften so that maybe your lips slightly part. That's totally fine. Just lift your chest slightly forward and up. Imagine there's a string at the center of your chest, your solar plexus, and it's gently lifting your chest up just a little bit. Don't have to strain it up. And that action, you should feel that your shoulder blades come onto your back and maybe fall down on your back. That's sort of the 
action we want is the shoulders moving down and back, but sort of with ease again. You're not straining to pull the shoulders down and back. They're just falling down and back. And then bring your awareness to your torso. See if you can unclench your abdominal muscles if they are clenched so that you can allow breath to move freely. So that your side ribs can expand out to the side on your inhale as well as your belly fill. And let's bring that awareness to your breath. Starting to incrementally introduce deeper, fuller inhales into your day. Allow it to be a process. And again, keep in that same mind of ease as you're not straining for that inhale. You're just allowing more breath to drop in with each breath cycle. So in yoga, there's this breathing technique. It's called Ujjayi Pranayama. It roughly translates to victoriously uprising breath. (laughs) And what it is, is it's a whisper that you create in the back of your throat by constricting your epiglottis. It sort of sounds like Darth Vader breath, or it would be the sound you make if you're trying to fog up a mirror. But you make that sound with your mouth closed. So see if you could experiment with creating that sound in the back of your throat on your exhales and maybe on your inhales. So we don't do this breath for the sake of doing this breath. It actually serves some really important purposes. One of them is by constricting your epiglottis, you are creating friction there in the back of your throat and you are slowing down the breath. It helps you to sort of slow down and regulate the inhales and the exhales. And that constriction or that friction also creates tapas, which is heat. And that constriction and that sound that you make is a serves as a constant oral, A-U-R-A-L, reminder of your breath. So allow it to be loud. Reach your arms out to the sides so your palms face the front of the room. And then inhale, deep full inhale, lift your hands up towards the sky so your palms face one another. Join your hands in prayer above you. And then exhale, release your hands to your heart.
Let's take a deep inhale in, and we're going to exhale on the sound of Om. Inhaling. Good. Blink your eyes open. Release your hands to your uh, thighs here. And we're just going to sort of experiment exploring the spine, the movement of your spine. So on an, um, what is it? Exhale. Exhale, you're going to tuck your chin into your chest. And you're going to dome and round your spine towards those back windows. We're going to hold here. You're going to allow your, your, your shoulders to come forward, your chin to tuck in. You're sort of creating this rounding action, doming your spine towards the back windows. And see if you can, you know, identify areas where the rounding is happening more and see if you can make it happen more in those areas where it's happening less, if that makes sense. So if your lower back is not quite participating in this rounding, see if you can get your lower back engaged in that process as well. Good. On an inhale, you're going to do the opposite. You're going to lift your chest forward and through, draw your shoulders back. Turn your gaze, lifting your gaze up towards the ceiling, widening here through your chest. So you're sort of sticking your tailbone out. You're creating this curve in your back. And again, same ideas. I want you to identify where the curve is happening more. For me, it's in my lower back for sure. And then put your focus and attention on areas of your back, your spine, where it could happen even more, which is maybe between your shoulder blades, your mid-back. And find that curve even more. Good. Let's do the opposite again. Really dome round your spine towards those back windows, drawing your chin into your chest. Dome every single bone in your spine towards those back windows. And inhale. Lifting your heart forward and through, lifting your head up towards the sky. Don't crane your neck back. Allow there to be length in the back of your neck as you sort of gently look up. Draw your shoulders back, widen through your chest and your collarbones. Good. Come on back to a neutral spine and see if you could find sort of a happy meeting between the two. Actually, let's go through one more cycle with that in mind. I want you to go through one more cycle of tucking your chin into your chest. Doming, rounding your spine back. Just so you can feel the extremes in this cycle, and then inhale the opposite. Feel the extremes. And then exhale, see if you could find the middle ground. So our spine, when it's in neutral, has a natural S-curve to it. And that's the idea, is we don't want to straighten our spine. We want to honor that S-curve there. So see if you can find that by drawing your chest forward and through, rolling your shoulders onto your back, slightly drawing your navel and tucking your tailbone, not a lot. So you kind of find a little bit of that S-curve. Good. Come on forward and through into all fours. You can remove the block out from underneath your butt. And if you need to sort of... (laughs) 
shake your legs out like I do or your feet to get some circulation back in there, feel free to do that. And then eventually come back into all fours and join us in all fours. So setting up for all fours, look at your hands first. Just make, make sure your hands are a little bit wider than your shoulder girdle. So that means if you're going to draw a line from your outer deltoid, it should actually hit the center of your wrist. And sometimes for some guys, a little bit wider. For some guys, that means that our hands, yes, are off the mat. That's totally fine. Don't worry about allowing the mat to dictate where your hands should be. They, they make these mats sometimes too narrow for certain shoulder girdles. Good. Yes, now look at your wrist creases and make sure that they are parallel with the front of your mat. So they're not turning in, they're not turning out, they're exactly parallel with the front of your mat. Spread your fingers wide and then you're going to press down through the knuckle of your index finger, L of your thumb. You should feel the outside edges of your hand sort of peel up off your mat. Sort of engaging the hand even more into your mat. Maybe slightly grip the mat with your finger pads. You're going to turn the eyes of your elbows towards the front of the room. So you're going to turn your elbows towards the back. So you should feel that sort of, your, sort of what is it, an outer rotation of your elbows. Look down at your knee, look at your knees now, and I want you to make sure your knees are just slightly behind your hips, not directly under it, not in front, just slightly behind your hips, and your knees are about hips width distance apart. So there's a little space in between your knees, maybe about a fist fist length or a fist and a half length space between your knees. Good. And then from here we're going to do the same idea, same motion. I want you to um, exhale, tuck your chin into your chest, you're going to dome around your spine up towards the ceiling, just like we were doing when we were kneeling, and hold here again, find, bring your awareness to all the areas of your spine and see if you can find that curve in all areas. Maybe identify the areas where it's most prominent and then identify the areas where it's least prominent and see if you can sort of bring more curve into those areas. And on your next inhale, you'll do the opposite motion of dropping your belly down, lifting your head up, lifting your heart up towards the sky, lifting your tailbone up towards the sky, finding that nice, good, deep curve. Yeah, good. Inhale, opposite action, tucking your chin into your chest, doming, rounding your spine up. Yeah, and really see if you could find that nice, good, round spine, and then inhale, opposite motion. Good, again, you're going to do one more cycle, and this time just exploring the extremes on your own. And then, after you've explored both extremes, I want you to find, again, that middle ground. Finding the neutral spine. Good, yeah, once you have that neutral spine, imagine that you are, and it's, you're not going to sort of do it, you're just going to imagine it, that, that your tailbone, actually slightly tuck your tailbone so you find a little bit more length there in your lumbar spine, your lower spine. And imagine the crown of your head is lengthening towards the front of the room. So maybe there's a slight tuck of your chin into your chest as you find a little bit more length in your cervical spine or the back of your neck. Good. Plant your right hand down and then inhale, you're going to lift your left arm up towards the sky, twisting open. Yeah, peeling your heart open towards the sky. The idea here is to try to stack your left shoulder on top of your right shoulder. Turn your gaze up towards your upper arm and breathe. 
don't sacrifice your breath for this pose. It's a little bit, right? A little bit of, it's like our first kind of challenging pose in a way. But don't let the pose dictate the breath. Stay with the breath. Good. On your exhale, you're going to thread your arm all the way down to the ground. Setting your left shoulder all the way down to the ground, going in for a shoulder stretch here. And bring your awareness to your hips. Square your hips off in this pose. And again, I can see that some of you already, you need to walk your torso forward because you need your hips to be right in front of your knees. You need to walk your, just no, not your knees, just your torso. Keep your knees there. Now walk your torso forward. Even a little bit more. Even a little bit more. That's it. Yes, that's it. Good. Yes. So your hips should be slightly in front of your knees in this pose. Yeah, keep your knees where they are and walk your torso forward. Yeah, there you go. Good. And then some of your, your, your hips, they need to be squared off. So some of you need to draw your left hip back. I'm sorry, your left hip forward, right hip back. Yes, good adjustments. That's it. Good. Pressing down through your right hand, you're going to inhale, float your left arm back up towards the sky. Finding that opposite twisting motion. And then exhale, plant both hands down to the ground, again finding that neutral spine. Good. Find your alignment again in all fours. Just make sure your hips are slightly in front of your knees, or your knees are behind your hips. And keep that. Don't sacrifice that as you inhale. Now lifting your right arm up towards the sky, peeling your heart open, trying to stack your right shoulder on top of your left shoulder. Keep drawing your navel in. So you're sort of puffing your kidneys up towards the ceiling. And you're breathing in this twist. Find that engagement too on your left hand. Press down through the knuckle of your index finger, L of your thumb. Spread your fingers wide. Spread your fingers wide, Kira. Yeah, that's it. And then slightly grip your mat with your finger pads on your grounded hand. Take a deep inhale in. Maybe peel open your heart a little bit more. Exhale, you're going to plant your right shoulder now on the ground. Be conscious of your hips. Don't allow your hips to sneak forward or back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there we go. Good. And then bring your awareness to your hips. Square your hips off at the front of the room. So I see that some of you need to draw your left hip back, right hip forward, squaring your hips off. Yes. Good. And breathe. Good. On your next inhale, you're going to press down through your left hand to inhale. Reach your right arm up towards the sky. Again, finding that twist for one breath. And then exhale, both hands down to your mat. Good. Step both feet back. We're going to come into a brief plank pose. Actually, let's, let's hold this pose for a little bit, right? Again, same idea with all fours. You're going to turn now. This is way too much. If you're overwhelmed right now, that's okay. You're still a good person. You can just drop your knees down to the ground for the modification. Totally fine. You're going to draw your elbows back. It's the same alignment in all fours. Same alignment. And then same idea with your, with your spine. Find that neutral spine. Maybe draw your navel in. Tuck your tailbone. Breathe here. 
Good, everyone. Keep your hands and your feet right where they are. You're going to hike your hips up into downward facing dog pose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, keep your hands and your feet. Keep those dogs long. If you're slipping, you might want to take your socks off. Good. Everyone, bend your knees. Just bend your knees just, uh, just a little bit, half the distance. Yeah, bend your knees half the distance. So not all the way down on the ground. And then see if you can draw your chest closer to your thighs, keeping your knees bent. So you can draw, yes! So you're finding a little bit more straighter spine. You're lifting your hips up towards the sky a little bit more. That bending of the knees just gives you a little bit more space to find this V-shape. And then keeping your torso right where it is, re-lengthen your knees, drop your heels down to your mat. So the idea is you want to move your chest as close as you can to your thighs. Again, your hands are still a little bit wider than shoulders width apart. It's the same alignment in all fours, yeah. And your wrist creases are parallel with the front of your mat. So actually, yeah, that's it, good. Good, everyone. Forward and through, come to the top of a push-up plank pose. So if you have to move your feet back or your hands forward, that means that you didn't have the right alignment in downward facing dog. So let's try that again. Keep your hands and your feet right where they are and just lift your hips down and back. There's your alignment for downward facing dog. It's that long. Yeah. If you're finding you're slipping, spread your fingers wide, press grip to the mat, maybe take your socks off. <laughs> Good. Let's inhale forward and through plank pose, top of a push up. Drop your knees down to your mat. And then bend your elbows and allow your elbows to graze the sides of your ribs. You're going to drop down and just hover one inch off the ground for a modified bottom of a push-up. Holding, breathe, holding, one inch off the ground for five, smile, four, isn't this great? Three, yeah, two, one, good, release all the way down, untuck your toes and bring your forearms onto your mat. Look at your um, elbows. Make sure your elbows are right underneath your shoulders. And same alignment too. Make sure your elbows are just a little bit wider than your shoulder girdle. Not much. Good. Press down through your pelvis. So you're tucking your tailbone. You're pressing down. You're taking that, that uh, curve a, a little bit out of your lower spine. Spread your fingers wide. Draw your shoulders back. Lift your heart forward and through on this pose here. This is Sphinx pose. So keep drawing your shoulders back. You should feel a nice good back bend here in your upper back. Slightly tuck your chin into your chest. And see, again, that same curve of your spine that we were exploring when we were, when you're lifting your heart up, dropping your belly down. See if you could find a curve in your upper back here even more of a curve in your upper back between your shoulder blades. Good. Gently release out of that. Tuck your toes behind you. And I want you to lift yourself up into a forearm plank pose. Just for five. Breathe. Four. Three. Tuck your tailbone. Two. And one, release down out of that. Wasn't that awesome? Good, again, draw your forearms back isometrically so you're not moving them. It's just sort of that movement, that action, so that you can lift your heart forward and through. We're going to find the Sphinx pose again. Broaden through your collarbones. 
Lift your heart forward and through, slight tuck of your chin. See if you could find that curve in between your shoulder blades and your upper back. And breathe. Just keep the breath moving even though the pose may be a little static. Good. Gently release out of that. We're going to come back into forearm plank. You're going to tuck your tailbone. You're going to lift your hips up. Now, if this is too much, you can always just drop your knees down. Yeah, just adjust your knees so your rest of your torso is up. And you might still feel a little abdominal work here. That's fine. We're going to hold it for 10, 9, wherever you are, 8. Hold it. If you come out of it, maybe come back into it. 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Release all the way back onto your belly. We're going to do Sphinx Pose again. Draw your forearms back. Lift your heart forward and through. Mm-hmm. Draw your shoulders back. Press down through your pelvis. Yeah. Yeah, really see if you can draw your shoulders back even more this way. Good. Slight tuck of your chin into your chest. Take a deep inhale in. Exhale, release out of that. You're going to come into forearm plank or the modified version, which is your knees on the ground, and we'll hold it for another count of ten. Ten. Good, everyone. Nine. I love it. Eight. Totally fine to have your knees down if you need it. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. And one. All the way down onto your belly. Rest your head on your hands. Turn your head to one side. Yeah. And enjoy this. So there's this principle in yoga philosophy, it's this idea, it's uh, called tapas svadhyaya, tapas is heat and svadhyaya is surrender. And the idea is to sort of find the balance between effort and surrender. Some of the practices that we are exerting an effort, but some of the practices that we are surrendering. And in yoga philosophy, they believe that you are your best teacher and in order to become your best teacher you need equal parts effort and equal parts surrender so we're in those but when we're in those poses of effort give it your best effort but when we're in those poses of surrender allow yourself to surrender to take that vacation Good. Reach your arms out to the side like they're airplane wings, palms facing down. And um, turn your head to the left. Yes. Good. Bring your left palm onto, your, onto the ground. So bending your elbow, bringing your palm onto the ground because you're going to press through your palm and roll onto your right side here going for a little bit of a shoulder opener. Yeah. Roll on your right side. There we go. That's it. Mm-hmm. So you should feel this in your rotator cuff. Your right rotator cuff, if you want a little bit more juice, bend your left knee, bring the left sole of your foot onto your mat behind you. Or behind your behind your leg. Yeah, that's it, Olivia. Good, yeah. 
Now, if you feel nothing in this pose, really, if you really want even more, the full expression of this pose is bringing the left sole of your foot onto your mat, both knees facing up. Okay, good. I'm glad no one took me up on that. Okay, here, if you want to, you can go for it. Yeah, if, you're, if you feel it. Yeah, totally. But if you're feeling it here, you just stay here. Totally fine. And breathe. Good. Gently release out of that. Turn your and once you're out, turn your head to the other side, and we'll move to the other side. Good. Yeah. And breathe. Find that place. Don't necessarily. It may not be necessarily the same as the other side. Your shoulders might be different as far as their tightness or their looseness. Exhale, release out of that back onto your belly. Good. Eventually bring your palms of your hands right underneath your shoulders. You're going to lift yourself up into plank pose again. We're just going to hold here for just a moment. Plank pose. And downward facing dog. Lift your hips down and back. Good. And then everyone walk your hands back to your feet for a forward fold. Yeah, good. Standing now. Good. Look at your feet. And sort of the same idea, same alignment here is um, you want look at the outside edges of your feet and bring the outside edges of your feet parallel with the outside edges of your mat. So really that's going to mean your toes are probably going to be turned slightly in. Yeah, that's it. Good. So really look at the outside edge of your heel and make sure it lines up perfectly. It's a straight line. Okay, good. Everyone looks great. And then now bring your feet hips width distance apart. Hips width is about, actually everyone bend your knees. Bring your fists in between your feet and then move your feet in so that it's only two fifths length apart. That's about hips width distance. Good. And then come on back to your forward fold. Good. Bring both, most of the weight onto your toes so that your heels just slightly lift off the mat. That maybe if I wanted to slide a piece of paper under your heels, I could. Just a little bit. Yeah, I think, Olivia, you can go back a little. There you go. Yeah. So it's just a little bit. And then clasp opposite elbows with your hands. Allow your head to dangle down. Now, if you're feeling this intensely in your hamstrings, you can bend your knees. That will release that stretch. If you want it more in your hamstrings, you can straighten your knees. Whatever feels right for you. And breathe here. Really breathe into those back ribs. Fill your back ribs with breath. 
Good. Release your hands down to the mats. Bend your knees so your chest almost comes in contact with your thighs. And on the deepest, fullest inhale that you have, very slowly, vertebra by vertebra, roll up your spine. Your head will be the last thing to come up. Nice, everyone. Good. Taking your time. Grab your strap. And then come to the front of your mats. And I want you to lay, I want you to bring both ends to your, into your hands. And <clears throat> so it's sort of equal here. And I just allow this, the bottom of it just to sort of kind of lay that down at the front of your mat. And then bring the balls of your feet, step the balls of your feet onto that strap. And again, bringing your feet hips width distance apart. Same alignment, outside edges of your feet parallel with the outside edges of your mat. And then come on back down into a forward fold. Good, you're gonna gather the strap here. And I want you to lift, with gathering the strap down here, I want you to lift yourself halfway up so your shoulders are in line with your hips. So you're gonna bring, so you're forming like an L shape here, yeah. Bring most of the weight onto your toes, your heels slightly lift. And then using the leverage of your strap, you're gonna lift your heart forward and through, dropping your belly down. So you're sort of using the strap to find more of that L shape, to find that straight back. Find a gazing point down at the ground so you maintain length in the back of your neck. You're gonna hold here. Mm-hmm. So see if even more you can lift your heart up, drop your belly down. So yes, nice adjustment. It might be subtle. Good, Olivia. Beautiful. Yes, you guys. Nice. That's it. Slightly tuck your chin into your chest. I want a nice good length in the back of your neck. Good. Yes, that's it. Good. From here, gather both of the straps into your uh, right hand. So same idea. You're now just using your right hand to find that straight spine. And then bring your left hand to your left hip. So you're keeping that leverage. Now, keep pulling through the straps. You're gonna maintain a nice, good, straight spine and you're gonna twist open here, stacking your left shoulder on top of your right shoulder and now lift your left arm up towards the sky. Yeah. So the idea here is you're using that strap to iron out your back so you're not rounding through your back. So you wanna drop your belly down and then lift your shoulders up. Yes, that's it. And keep trying to stack one shoulder on top of the other. Uh Uh-huh. Good, everyone. Nice. Deep inhale in. Exhale. Release out of that all the way down. Let's just come into a forward fold, just taking a little breaky. Yeah, release the strap. Good. We're going to come into the second side. So gathering the strap, uh, this time in your left hand. And again, first find that L shape, that straight spine. So you might need to move your hand up or down the strap depending on what is most effective. So you wanna drop your belly down, lift your shoulders up, iron out your back. So it's almost like a serving tray. And then keeping that, 
Keep pulling to the strap as you stack your right shoulder on top of your left shoulder. Open your heart up to the right. Good, everyone. That's it. Yes. Yes. Keep lifting your heart up. Iron out your back more. Lift your shoulders up. Just your shoulders. Yeah, but don't bend your knees. There you go. Yeah, that's it. Good. Good. Deep inhale in. Exhale. Release out of that. Release the strap. And just dangle here. Forward fold. Good. Bend your knees. Actually, go ahead and remove the strap from underneath your feet. Bend your knees. And very slowly, vertebra by vertebra, roll up your spine. So your head is the last thing to come up. And grab both of your blocks. And facing, turn and face this direction. We're going to come into a wide-legged stance. So separate your feet about a ah, fair distance. Almost. Actually, a good gauge is um, bring your hands out to the side. Look at your, where your finger fingertips are and see if you could bring the inside edge of your feet almost in line with your fingertips. So you're gonna drop a, if you're going to drop a line from your fingertips, it should hit the inside edges of your feet. Yeah. Good. Take your blocks. Um, Bring one, place one of them on one side of your foot and the other one on the other side of the foot, just so they're there. Actually, put them behind you. Put them behind you, behind your um, heels. Good. So um, turn your left foot so it faces the back windows there, and then look at your right foot. And I want you to turn your right toes in, heel slightly out. Mm-hmm. Seal the outside edge of your back foot onto your mat. So you're sort of sealing it down, so you're lifting your instep up, and you should feel a little inner rotation here of your thigh by doing that. That's what we want. Now look at your front leg. Make sure all five toes are facing forward, and look at your front knee, and you're going to bend your front knee so it tracks right over your second toe. It's not falling in. It's not falling too out. It's tracking right over your second toe. Your hips will face me. Bring your hands to your hips. Again, bring your attention to your spine. We want to find that nice, good, straight line in your spine from your tailbone up towards the crown of your head, right? So we don't want it going too far over this way, too far back. You know, we want to find that nice, good, neutral spine. So see if you could find that by bringing your shoulders right over your hip points, by drawing your navel slightly in, drawing your shoulders back, and then lift your arms out to the side for warrior two pose, gazing point over your front middle finger. Breathe here. Maybe experiment with bending your knee a little deeper than you're used to or you're accustomed to or you want to so that you can find a little bit more of that effort, that tapas. So turn these toes in. There, yeah. And breathe. Draw this knee out. That's it, good. Good, everybody. This is a yoga pose if there ever was one, right? Separate your feet longer apart. Even more. Yeah, good. Straighten this leg. That's it. And then bring your shoulders right over your hips. Yeah. Draw your navel in. That's it. Yeah. Gazing point. Lovely. 
Good, everyone. Inhale. Lovely poses. Oh my God, they're so beautiful. Inhale, straighten your front knee. Mm-hmm. Now bring both hands to your hips. So now we're going to knock the hips back. So imagine it's like your, your pelvis here is a bowl of water and you're tipping the water so it pours out through here. The same idea here. Remember that knee that tracked over your second toe? Even though we're not bending your knee, you want to turn and roll the knee to the outside edge of your foot so it's not collapsing in. Keep this, what is it, your right hand, I'm mirroring you, yeah, on your hip. You're going to reach your front hand forward and through. Keep your chest open up towards me. Don't allow it to fall in. And then you're going to drop your, once you're going to find, your hamstring's going to tell you when to stop. Then you're just going to drop that hand down wherever it tells you to stop. So maybe that's on your front shin. Maybe that is on a block outside of your leg. Press down through the block to lift your heart open, peeling your heart open towards the sky, coming into Trikonasana, extended triangle, Utita Trikonasana. Mm-hmm. Nice, everyone. Yeah, so the idea is to open your heart out in this pose, to draw your torso forward and through, lifting your gaze up towards the ceiling. Good. Yeah. And breathe here. Good. Inhale. Come on back up. Bring your hands to your hips. Good. Square your feet off. Both toes turn in. Heels slightly out. And let's come again to a forward fold here. So a wide-legged forward fold. You're going to come down. Maybe walk your hands down to your thighs or your shins and you can hold yourself up. You can bring both blocks underneath your hands if you want to or hands on your mat. Whatever feels right for you. But your knees are straight. So if you need to lift yourself up, you may do that in order to have straight knees. Again, toes slightly turned in, heels slightly turned out. Yeah, and then walk your feet out a little bit wider. Yeah, there we go. Nice. Good, everyone. Grab a block. One block. And bring it to, I want you to bring it to a level that if you're going to press the block, you're bringing your shoulders in line with your hips again. So for me, that's sort of this um, Los Angeles style. We have Los Angeles, Chicago, New York, right? I'm going to bring it to the Los Angeles configuration. So bring that block right underneath your face and plant your right hand onto the block. Bring your left hand to your left hip. Again, same idea. You're going to draw your chest forward and through. You're going to iron out your back, just like we did in the forward fold, just like we did in all fours. And then you're going to stack your left shoulder on top of your right shoulder, twisting open, lifting your left arm up towards the sky. Oh, such beautiful poses I see here. I wish you guys could see what I see. They're awesome. You guys are doing so great. Good. Exhale, release that. You'll switch sides. You'll plant the opposite hand. I noticed that there was different hands going up. So just place the opposite hand down right underneath your face. Press down through the block. Bring the other hand to your hip. 
just so that when you peel your heart open, your hips are not joining the party on that side of the room, on, on that side that you're turning to. You're keeping your hips level as you stack one shoulder on top of the other shoulder. And then once you've found that, you're going to lift that arm up towards the sky and breathe. Yeah, and see if you can iron your back out, drawing your shoulders back, lifting your chest forward and through. Lovely pose. Yes, that's it, everybody. Good. Take a deep inhale in. Exhale, release out of that. Coming back into a wide-legged forward fold, bring both hands to your hips, and with a flat back, come all the way back up to standing, and we'll do those standing poses on the other side. So look at your back foot. Um, your This will be your right foot. I'm mirroring... No. Yeah, left foot. I'm mirroring you. You're going to turn your toes in, heels slightly out, and then with your right foot, you're going to turn your toes to the front of the room. Good. Make sure all five toes are facing directly forward, and then your knee is tracking to the outside edge of your foot as you bend your knee. Bring your hands to your hips. Find the alignment in your spine. So you're bringing your shoulders right over your hip bones. You're drawing your navel in, slightly tucking your tailbone in. You should feel an inner rotation of your thigh in here. The knee tracks the outside edge of your foot. And then arms out to the side, gazing point over your front middle finger. Breathe here. Yeah, maybe experiment with bending that front knee just a little bit more, just to sort of challenge. Good, yeah. Yeah, just to find a little bit of that effort and that challenge in this pose. Again, the idea in yoga is to find a little bit of an edge. So it's not overwhelming. If it's overwhelming, it's not doing its job, its purpose. Yoga shouldn't be overwhelming. It should just you find that sweet spot. If you're feeling something, you're engaging, you're waking up the body, but you can still breathe. Good. Virabhadrasana 2, Warrior 2 pose. Good. And then straightening the front knee. Bring both hands to your hips. You're going to knock your hips back, so sort of spilling the water out. And then reaching your right hand. <laughs> I keep getting confused. And then dropping it down to your right leg, lifting your left arm up towards the sky. And then maybe your hand comes to a block on the outside of your foot. But keep peeling your heart open. Uh-huh. Yes. So the chest rolls open. Stack your left shoulder on top of your right shoulder. Same idea, right? That stacking motion that we found in the twist. There's a little bit of a twist in this pose. I think your feet are way too far apart. Bring them in closer. Yeah, even a little bit more. Yeah, there we go. Good. And then turn this foot so it faces all the way here. Bring your, bring your hand to this block. Good. Now peel your heart open. That's it. Good. Good, everyone. On your next inhale, you're going to lift yourself up. And then just come and step to the front of your mat. Let's do a little bit of a sun salutation. Ooh. So good. Bring both feet hips with distance apart. Turn your toes slightly in, heels out. 
And then you're going to inhale, lift your arms wide and high up towards the sky. Find length, find width. And with the flat back, you're going to swan dive into a forward fold. Inhale, walk yourself halfway up. Find that L shape that we found before. Exhale, release that. Bend your knees, plant both hands into your mat. Step, step, back into plank pose, top of a push-up. Drop your knees down to your mat. And then slowly lower, bottom of a push-up. Inhale, forward and through. Keep your hands down. It's just like Sphinx pose, except your hands are down. This, this cobra pose. Draw your shoulders down and back. And then exhale, release out of that. And then press yourself back into child's pose. Bring your big toes together, knees wide apart. Drop your hips back onto your heels. Drop your forehead onto your mat. Chill here. <sighs> Good. Walk yourself up. Uh, and swing your legs out in front of you and come onto your backs. Come onto your backs. Yeah, draw your knees into your chest. Give them a good squeeze. And keeping your right knee drawn, drawn in, extend your left leg onto your mat. Release your right hand, right arm onto the ground like in half of an airplane wing and then draw your right knee to the left for a supine twist. Yeah, bring your left hand on top of your right knee and bring your knee as far over as it will go to the left. Turn your gaze over your right shoulder. Bring your hand on top of your knee right there. Yeah, and then see if you can draw it even more. Yeah, Kira, bring it right on top, and then see if you can draw it all the way down. There we go. Yep, that's it. up through center, hug both knees into your chest, give them a good squeeze, and on your exhale, switch sides.
inhale back up through center give your knees a good squeeze into your chest one good final hug in and then exhale releasing into corpse pose Shavasana so extending your legs out allow both feet to flop open make sure that no props are touching you so you could just sort of bat them to the side Bring your tops of your hands onto your mats, your palms face up. Bring your hands just a, a little separated from your body, maybe 30 degrees, 20 degrees away. Yeah. And close your eyes. And starting at the crown of your head, do a slow scan all the way down to your toes with the intention of surrendering and releasing anything you might be unconsciously holding on to. So this is truly a pose of surrender. Physically. But also allow that to translate into a mental surrender. Sort of surrendering into the moment. Surrendering, letting go of any thoughts that might be turning in your head. back to your to the room rub your thumb 
cross your fingers and wiggle your toes. On an inhale, reach your arms behind you, point your toes, find a nice good lateral stretch like you're waking up in the morning. Yeah, find that length, length, length. And exhale, draw your knees into your chest and roll onto your right side, allowing your head to rest on your right arm. We'll stay here just for a moment or two. Good, keeping your eyes closed and pressing through your left hand, lift yourself up into a comfortable seated position. And if you need to, you can sit on a block or a blanket if you want to elevate your hips a little bit. Press your palms into the center of your chest. Let's close our practice like we opened it with the sound of Om, taking a deep inhale in. Wonderful work today, everyone. Such beautiful work. Have a lovely rest of your day. Namaste.